Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 534 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by the well-dressed Stephen Kyle Brackey. Look at this sharp shirt. Available yeah, well for sale. Too. You're, you're well-dressed. You didn't have to run and change your shirt one minute before it started, so that's good. <laughs> the always well-dressed Ben Funky Askren. The always, the often shoeless Ben Askren. I know ben, she's on right now. I, I could have guessed that. Um, ben, how are you this morning? I'm good. One of my predictions came to fruition yesterday. Joe Biden named Kamala Harris as his nominee. And um, the second part of my fruition is that Joe will give up and Kamala will be the president's nominee by November 3rd. Ooh, I don't think that'll happen. No way. Oh, watch it. All right. I don't think so. Um, okay. So that was po- politics with us. And that was talking politics. Yep. You now know what? Politics what we... is actually kind of fun to talk about, Christian. I don't know no, if you know this. Not. No. <laughs> no. I really enjoy it, actually. It's very, yeah, it's hard to do um, and okay, not fair enough. not make people angry. And it's also like, right. it's a lot more complex than sports, in my opinion. Right? Oh, oh yeah. Well, and there's, to, all, there's the it's whole. It's harder to find behind the Behind the scenes. Who's paying who behind the scenes? So we yeah, can't see. see that, it's all, know, yeah. We don't know. I like sports where, you know, there's going to be an outcome or something. So Hmm. we have a new segment that I guess we're just Uh going to call Kyle Brackey's Corner of Hopelessness. No, it's not hopelessness. Oh, wow. We're already changing the name. It was was hopelessness until we figured out what the Big 12 was going to do. And then the Big 12 did not let me down. I would have been so mad. What did they say? Big 12 is continuing on with the plan to play football. Good. And the SEC is, and the ACC is. Wow. ACC. Now, Big Big 10, Pac-12 officially pulled the plug yesterday. Uh, The Big 10 was going to be the one that made the decision, and the Pac-12 was going to follow like spineless. What is up with that? How? They they just want someone else to make the decision for them. That is so, like, why would you not? Why would you want people to know that you just do what the Big Ten does? That you look so weak. Larry Scott is so weak. Seriously, one of the worst commissioners in any sport. 
uh, in the world. But Ever. anyways. In the world. So, in the world, worldwide. Uh, so then it comes down to like the Big 12 was having a, a meeting and the presidents gave them the, the go-ahead to continue on with the football season. The schedule should be out this week. And uh, it's great news. Because uh, I, I, okay. I genuinely believe that you, you can you can play safely in an unsafe environment. And all these schools are proving this uh, with how they're doing their testing, not only in football, but like at here at, Tech, at University of Texas, across like six different sports, they have zero positive cases. And I think Austin's technically like still a hot zone, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have zero cases across like six different sports. And um, all the other... What are the other... Pro- I mean, Kyle, the other problem here, let's make it Let's make it clear. We have had no one at AWA uh, get corona, but we've had a lot of people who are members and they maybe get it. And I probably heard about 12 people. Not one of them has even been remotely sick. And so, you know, even if they were to get a positive test, that doesn't necessarily equal, hey, they're in the hospital. Yeah, we had someone at Flow sure. test, test positive, no symptoms ever. And then he got retested and he never had it. He quarantined for two weeks. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I don't know, like, I don't know. It, it I, I hate that the, the Big Ten and Pac-12 made that decision, but I'm, I don't feel as hopeless. And obviously I don't feel as hopeless because my favorite team's going to play this season. <laughs> um, Who's your, is that West Virginia? Yeah, West Virginia's in the Big 12. Okay. So they plan on playing this season. It, it's, it is interesting, like, Nebraska put a statement out. Their president, AD, and co- football coach was like, we straight up don't agree with this decision from the Big Ten. Hey, should they go play somewhere else? They yeah. should stay in the Big Twelve. Well, they they keep saying that they're going to explore all options, so maybe maybe they'll come home. And uh, I hope they go to the Mountain West. Just well, for the, the Mountain irony. West canceled football, so crap. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> do, go, go to the NFC East. Wow. You could probably beat the Redskins. But I mean, let's say this football season goes well for those three conferences. It's not the Redskins, piles. Oh, that, that the Washington take... football team. <laughs> that's gonna take. That's gonna take some getting used to. Uh, I saw you boom roasted them this morning. I kind of did. Yeah, yeah. I kind of dunk on my team because they they make it very dunkable. Oh, that's um, funny. So hey, I, I, but Kyle, this I really, season. Go ahead, Ben. Okay, I really like the article you shared with piles and I um, via text yesterday. That was uh, that was fascinating to read through that. I don't know if you want. Finish up and then maybe add that in to this. Sure. Uh, so we were talking a little bit yesterday about um, the how much the Power Five football teams actually make, and you know, actually West Virginia was the lowest bringing in revenue. They only brought in two million dollars worth of revenue in football. Mm-hmm. They blow all their money on muskets. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Firearms. But then you, you know you go all the way down to the University of Texas, which is just a cash cow for football and cash longhorn i believe um brought in 129 million dollars uh setting well, a record that they they broke their the own. Top I, thought, yeah. I thought i thought a&m was number one on the thing that i looked at i think that's athletic department spending oh okay yeah because so it's if it's, uh, if it's their athletic department texas and a&m made like 115 million dollars last year or something something crazy yeah no, these it's 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 insane the amount of money these 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 schools bring wow. in on college football. Wild, crazy. So they make some serious cash. Um, so it looks like we're gonna have a season, uh, despite the decisions of the, I don't know, spineless Big Ten and Pac-12. I don't understand what they're basing their decisions on, other than 
fear of lawsuits maybe are, are governing their... I, I No, I do think it's not just the virus. I think um, it's something that... But they're having kids back, right? Yeah, that's what makes no sense. Okay. Oh. Like, the University Sorry. of... Uh, you're, you're frauds. The you're University frauds of Michigan, like, president, I mentioned him a, a, a while back because he's an epidemiologist, and he was like, if no k- kids could come back to the school, we can't have football. Well, he, like, put a statement out saying this was in the best interest, like, for safety of uh, student-athletes and blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, but can't wait to welcome students back to Ann Arbor in the fall. So... What? <laughs> WTF. Yeah. 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 I think I can see. Get mad, Christian. I haven't seen you go on a mean rant. I would love to see it. Uh, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. I don't have one. I'm not. I'm not angry right now or anything. So um. it just is. But I mean, when people say stuff like that, it does make you mad because you're like you're literally you very very literally speaking out both sides of your mouth at the same time. And that's what we're seeing so much of, which is what is so annoying. It's like I don't want to just repeat what I said yesterday, but. It's kind of like what's good for the goose should be good for the gander. Why, why is it, yes. okay, we can get in completely full airplanes and fly across the country, and that's okay, yes. in a tight little tube. But we can't go to – they can't play football, or we can't even go to baseball yep. games, right? Yes. I don't, I don't yep. understand it. And I don't, I don't understand why leadership is just – I don't, I'm trying to – what is confusing it's me is like, I'm not it's understanding scared. the pressure that they're under in making these decisions, right? And how is the decision to bring kids back to schools in tens and thousands, how is that decision not being handled as similar to the decision to play sports? I don't understand it. Probably because they don't have to be responsible when they go to house parties and whatnot. I suppose. That's the kid's fault. But but right? why not? I mean, but no, you bring you bring you bring the kids back. You're responsible for that. If the kids are, if you well, say, you told them to stay in their house or whatever. The okay, hell you're tell and them you to told do. the athletes to do this, this, and this. Right? Yeah. What's the difference? I, yeah, what is I, the difference? I, I, Someone explain it to me. Uh, so, listen, I'm 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 prepared to be wrong, but. Show me how this is these these issues are and these decisions are being made consistently. That's all I'm looking yeah. for, right? Just be consistent with mm-hmm. it. Um, so hopefully there's a season. Well, I mean, uh, it's, uh, I was gonna, what I was going to say is if this goes well, like the Big Twelve, ACC, SEC isn't just planning on just playing football. Like they're planning on doing all fall sports, and if it goes well, I think that bodes well for winter sports as well. Yeah, I, I agree. Yes. I'm hopeful. But unfortunately, the SEC, Missouri will just wrestle themselves in the SEC. <laughs> yeah, SEC champs. Way to go. Back-to-back, back, right? <laughs> Seven years in a row or however long they've been in the SEC. Is that why they get such good seeds at NCAA, Ben? Because they, uh, because they win the SEC and then they get really good seeds at NCAAs. Can you explain this? <laughs> I'm trying to – we're all just trying to understand uh, it, Ben. Well, I would guess it's because, you know, they win a lot of matches. That would probably be my best guess. But, you know, oh, they, they don't wrestle well. in the SEC, obviously. As you know, uh, they wrestle in the MAC. They've been, what, eight-time MAC champions. They've set scoring records. Um, and generally the reason they, they get seated so high is because they win a lot of matches. All right. I, tr- I tried to tried to boom roast you. Okay. Can't do it. Can't do it. You're unboom roastable. Okay. So you know what? If you boom roast yourself, it makes yourself harder to be boom roasted. Did you know that, Chris? Yes, absolutely. 
That's why I make fun of myself all the time. It's not hard to do. Okay, so the Kyle Brackey's Corner of Hopelessness had some hope. So that was a nice Yeah, no, nice I, I have hope until yeah. it all crumbles again because I've had hope before. <laughs> oh, yeah, this has, been a, this has been a season of excited and then, you know, a drop off. So we'll see what continues, but we'll remain hopeful and optimistic. We're not going to be Debbie Downers here on FRL. Yeah. As long as we can be. Okay. Um, <laughs> as long as we can be. <laughs> we, will try to, we will try to hold out hope. Okay. Where to next? Uh, so there's going to be a wrestling event August 30th um, with some pretty interesting matchups we can talk about, some actual wrestling. Yeah. Um, so Chael announced this yesterday on his he, – he's got wrestling underground and um, – I'm sorry. He has submission underground, and I guess now he's doing wrestling underground. Is this done in a cage? I'm trying to understand this. It is. Yes. We're, uh, well, he's never done it, so. <clears throat> well, yes, but, but yeah, he he doesn't submission have underground to... is in a cage. Yes. Right. Um, but how how do you do wrestling in a cage? Is this freestyle? What is this? Well, um, well, it doesn't. I'm looking at the poster. It doesn't say. I, I would. Well, how do you yes. know it's in a cage? My... I've, everyone's saying it's in a cage, but Kyle I don't know. said that. Kyvan Gatson said that. Oh, he did. Yes. Is it just okay. in a cage and then they like have a regular mat inside the cage and then they're going to be – is there like step-outs? How does this work? No step-outs, I don't think. Hang on. Kyvin was talking to people about – Okay, so – The rules. But the cage is roughly the size of a mass house to be no push-outs, but I'm assuming it would be freestyle wrestling, although they do have a Greco match on there because they have uh, Ben Provisor and uh, Rayvon Perkins. Free, wow. yeah, freestyle with no push out, grabbing cages, caution, and fleeing into cages, caution, and parterre. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Get down with that. I guess. Um, I like just freestyle wrestling rules. Um, well, yeah. Um, well, do you think Kyvin Gadsden can be competitive with Nick Wazdowski? Because obviously Kyvin hasn't been able to get over the hump against uh, Kyle Snyder. Nick Wazdowski is very good, and, and, it, and it's up a weight class. Um, that, that one's interesting to me. So I, um, I don't know on, on the one hand, I mean, first my gut reaction is no, I don't think so. Wiz is world-class at heavyweight, right? And pretty big. Is Kyvin going to have the, the necessary size to, to do that? I don't know. Um, Mm-hmm. And and how are how are Kyvin's results? I one thing I will say is I think it's smart of Kyvin. Hey, let's see see how you stack up the weight up. Everyone knows Kyvin's big for for ninety seven. Yeah. The cut the yep. cut's a real thing for him. If you can be, I would imagine he could get up to two forty ish or something. Now is that effective size? I don't know. But Kyvin's a big dude, right? And he's obviously really good. And there's some really big roadblocks at ninety seven. With Kyle, who he's just, you know, since 2015 yeah. has not been been close to, and now Jaden Cox, who is, you know, a lot of people says this is the best wrestler in America and the best wrestler in the world right now. The world, yeah. Uh, and so it's like, yeah, I would probably, I would <clears throat> see, right? I would give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a smart, smart opportunity for Kyvin. My gut is no, but at the same time. Kyvin's excellent, and Kyvin's got really good leg attacks. He's got a lot of ways to yep. score, and 
if he can keep it close to to the end, you know, maybe he can force Gwiz into a mistake late and 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 capitalize on it, right? I've seen Gwiz lose matches yeah. I never thought he'd lose. Now those were against heavyweights and elite ones at that, but you know, I would not I would not count Kaivan out, but I think he is a decided underdog, but I support and understand why he's going to test the waters up at 130 or 125. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's a good decision by him. And you know what else is a good decision? Wrestling a freaking match when you're a wrestler. I mean, he's probably get paid to do this, I got to assume. So that's a good decision too, Christian. It is. When you're a wrestler, it, it makes sense to wrestle. So a couple other hey, matches. Ra- Rayvon Perkins versus Ben Provisor. I thought these guys were like several weight classes apart. I have no idea what weight class they wrestle. I wanted to talk about Mark Hall and Tommy Gant, though. Okay. Because, well, I mentioned that because Tommy Gant was a 157 who now wrestles 74. And, you know, I, I know he doesn't really care um, all about the weight class, but I know Mark Hall, we were talking to him after the last event. He said something like, I can't, what, did he say he doesn't want to wrestle under 185 pounds? Or I can't remember, something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. So he's he's relatively large. I mean, and that led me to believe that he was going to go 86 kg. So these guys probably are not all that similar in size. I don't know. What do you think? No, I don't think they're similar in size. I think Tommy Gann is a massive underdog here. And I really... Really? Listen, I'm team... Yeah, really? Yeah, don't you think? Yeah. Some- well, I, just, I guess we haven't seen Mark Hall in freestyle well he did wrestle the he wrestled the trials two years ago and he did pretty well yeah i mean well, tommy gant just made so so many improvements since college uh what did he take what did tommy gant take at the uh open in december was he did he end up beating valencia yeah remember uh, he had a crazy match yes remember that insane match with valencia yeah he tried to did he beat? Him. Did he beat? He tried, yeah. he tried to slam him on he, the mat. Remember that? He did. I think he got third, but I think he got. I, I feel like he beat Evan Wick for third place. Yes, that was going to be my guess because Evan got fourth. Yeah. Kyle is speedily scrolling through Flow Arena. Third. Yeah, he got third. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, but but man, we're talking about. I mean, Hall is a junior world champ, cadet, a multiple junior world champ. Just he's so good at freestyle. He is yeah. so good. So, one, he's probably just better. He's been better at every stage. He's been better in college. He's better internationally. And he's larger. So, yes. I don't understand. I, I think it's a, it's a tough matchup for Gant. Who is the man? I love Tommy Gant. And I'm just saying. Tommy the man. He is. Hmm. He's an awesome dude. But I think he's a pretty yeah. big underdog. Shout out to him for taking the match. But, yeah. He's a, he's I, well, a, I agree. And that's. Sorry, go ahead, Christian. No, that's it. Oh, I was going to say, that, that's what these guys need to do. We talked about Kevin Gadsden being smaller and being kind of the underdog. Same time again. Listen, if you're a wrestler, we don't know when the next tournament's going to be. Just start taking some matches, right? Yes. Uh, get, then, get some reps in. Duran Wynn versus Colin Moore. Um, this is interesting because I thought Duran, I, I don't find this one to be all that competitive, but Duran Wynn, he's kept it close with Jaden. Um he beat Jaden. And when? Uh, 2014. Freestyle. Are you sure? Are Positive. you sure? Yes. I'm thinking like 2018 at, at uh, you know, when Jaden was had been a medalist no. already. Not this year. Yeah, at Vegas. He, at Vegas, well, it was competitive. I was there. They wanted to fight each other. They don't they do not like each other. 
Okay, well, he did beat him in 2014. In 2018, okay. they wrestled in Vegas? Was I thought Duran was kind of like retired. It, it was 2018 or 2017. It was it was one of those years. They wrestled in Vegas. I was right there. It was a quarter of semi. Dang, they wrestled. Um, yeah. Yeah, they tried yeah, to they fight they each really, other. They did, bro. You remember this, Brecky? Yeah, they yeah. No, not, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't and I was trying to I was trying to get Jane to explain to me why he hated Duran so much and why he was so pissed. And he didn't really have a good reason why he hated him so much, but you know, it happens sometimes. Well Okay, this is interesting. Some um, people just know how to get what? under your skin. Duran wins really good. That, that, he, he that is a, true. And he's got a unique style, he's really quick. Uh maybe a little bit of they're both Missouri guys, you know, from Missouri, right? And maybe yeah, well Duran's so much older though. Right. So maybe like, you know, he watched Duran as a kid and he was probably the man yeah, yeah. smashing people. That was theorized when that happened in twenty fourteen when he won, Joe Joe Flo kind of theorized. He said Joe Williamson, he's like, Yeah, I think I may have been a little bit of like not big brother, because I, I don't know if they trained you, yeah. but just someone you watched they like sm- smash people growing up. Yeah. Duran was in Duran was in Liberty, Missouri, which is Kansas City, and then you know, uh Jaden was Columbia. But I mean when I was in college Jaden was like a, a kid kid like we're talking i don't know eight nine ten somewhere in there mm-hmm. and duran was older in high school i remember we were trying to recruit him but he never he was never able to get the grades together to yeah. um come over yeah so Jaden, um yeah it was one oh after one they haven't mm-hmm. tried to fight each other yet um dude it gets heated where are you are you watching 2017 2018 what are you watching it's 20 it was uh 2018 u.s open yeah, a, that was what I, I thought. Three O final. Yeah, um, it gets heated in the second period. Um, they start talking trash to each other. So I mean, I don't know. I, I think Duran can keep it close, but can he beat Colin Moore? I think that's man. I've got a hard time seeing that. Yeah, Colin. I thought Colin looked great at the Open or Senior Nationals in December. He had Hayden Zilmer. I think he was up. He was up really big and just. Yeah, it's up eight or nine zero. Eight or nine zero, and kind of ran out of gas. Uh, and you know, Hayden Zilmer's really good, but Colin was right there to win that match. Was that the finals? Yeah. So I, I thought I thought Colin looked really good then. Mm-hmm. So if he's in that form, it's gonna be a tough matchup for Duran, who's you know he's a mixed martial artist now. So he's he yeah. should he rightfully is not devoting all his time to wrestling. So mm-hmm. it'll it'll be tough. But anytime you've got a guy. That brings just a kind of a wild card style or a wild card matchup, yeah. which I think Duran kind of brings, right? There's not many guys with his proportions and his speed and his skills. He's he's a unique, unique wrestler. So anytime you have that, it it makes it a little more interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler Berger and Joey McKenna apparently are going to also wrestle, which I didn't realize they were remotely close weight class, but everyone's just like, well. Eating good in the neighborhood, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's quarantine. First of all, first of all, Christian, uh, don't know if you knew that. Uh, well, 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 I feel like Tyler. The thing Berger is, only one of bigger. them is Tyler Burke. Well, he was a fifty-seven pounder. I think he wrestles. Let me look. Okay, I so, guess it's a sixty-five uh, okay. versus seventy kilo guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, McKenna said he'd wrestle one hundred forty-five to one hundred fifty-five <clears throat> pounds. Uh, I didn't ever. Talk, I don't have Tyler Burger on my list. I don't think we we talked to him. He hit me up. He was he was down. Did he? To, well, wait, yeah. well, wait. Did he say he wanted to wrestle? He didn't say. He, he gave me like a wrist of like forty six people. He wanted to wrestle. He really wants to. wrestle. Oh no! 
I do. I do. I have him a little lower. Uh, I don't know why he's. I have by sort of by weight. I have him. He said one fifty five to one sixty five is what he told you. So they're probably so they do cross one. Yeah, one fifty five. They hit it on the dot. Boom, boom. We figured we that one out. Listen, that's see these these guys these guys. Uh, yeah, they're you know I think they're getting a little squirrely. It's quarantine. They're thinking like, hey, I just need to wrestle somebody. I don't care exactly what match it is, and they're they're making it happen. Yep. Um. Okay, Shakur Rashid versus Sammy Brooks is the other one. Shakur. I didn't know if Shakur was going to keep wrestling or not. You know, I wasn't sure. But yeah, I thought, so. uh, didn't Bo tell us that or something? Yeah. So is he is he knitting a lion? I'm assuming. I have not seen anything know. from them, but. It's going to be, uh, Sammy Brooks is going to be a really tough matchup for him, though. Especially in freestyle. Yes. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's very underhooky. He's beaten a lot of dudes in uh, in freestyle. He's beaten yeah. a lot of guys. Period. I mean, he's. I don't think he's ever lost to Miles Martin. He hasn't. Yeah, never lost to Miles Martin. Damn, just kind of wow. interesting. Ever, ever, wow. even in Tulsa. It, it was. Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Tulsa. <laughs> even in Tulsa. But, shut up. Uh, <laughs> remember the year that. Miles beat Bo at Big Tens. He went on to lose to Sammy Brooks. In the Big Ten Finals. In the Finals. Mm-hmm. Classic beat Bo Nickel, lose to Sammy Brooks scenario. And then Bo Nickel would just instantly pinfall yeah, Sammy Brooks every time he Sammy, wrestled him. God. I don't know if he ever got out of the oh, second God. period with this guy. He got splayed and double overed, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> That's the ultimate styles make fights scenario. Uh, Seriously. And then Rayvon Perkins versus Ben Provisor. I have no match. idea what their weight class are, so you guys have to speak on that one. I yeah, well, know. Rayvon's made teams as low as, I think, 60, mm, I forget, 66. And then okay. I think he's made some teams up higher since, or been wrestling up higher. But, yeah, Provisor's, you know, been an 80, 85 guy. Mm-hmm. So he'll be, he'll be giving up some weight for some. Rayvon you know, Perkins last wrestled at 77 kilos. Okay. So he's oh, growing. That's not so bad. Before our eyes. Yeah, it was at Mateo Pelicone. So yeah, wrestling, wrestling will happen. Also, the two matches between Sammy Brooks and Bo Nickel lasted a combined one minute and forty seconds. Oh okay. my god, are you kidding? Two matches combined? <laughs> yes, the are one in Carver me? was a thirty-eight second pin, and then one minute and two seconds in the in well, semifinals. Freaking oh Sammy, Sammy he Brooks that underhook. He only goes after him. He just Sammy. Oh, I mean, he's God. kind of a one. One. Well, the one he's just shot in on a nice single leg. So we yeah, thought and he just got splayed. <laughs> and he just got splayed. Um, but the one, yeah, wow. the double. Yeah, it's just like that's a good idea. Sometimes. Yeah, not great. Um, okay, do we want to do Kyle Bracky's dual meets of hope? Oh, we added a match to, uh, what to number one. Yeah, Kyle Bracky. Talk, talk about, about that. Oh yeah, we have a. Second day in a row. We have a new who's number one match. Um, Mia Palumbo is going to be taking on Sage Mortimer. Uh, they're going to wrestle at 112 pounds. Both of them have, have just had completely uh, dominant runs at Fargo. Uh, they're both ranked number one. Um, in the most recent set of uh, high school rankings, it came out a while ago now, but there has been hardly any wrestling going on. Uh, Mia was number one at 106. Sage, number one, <clears throat> at 100 pounds. They're going to meet at 112. And uh, really excited to add it to the card. It's going to be an awesome match. 
Yep. Nice. Excited to add that one. Um, How many matches are you guys up to? That's 56. For real, though. Well, we have, plus the group of four. Where are we at? Let's look. Hold Two. on. We got a lot. Yeah, it's incalculable. I can't like figure fi- it out. like 15 or 16. Wow. He's counting right now. 16. Wow. Because you add Pinto, um, And we Rogers. might not be done. We might be, but we might not be. You never know. So, going to be awesome. Who's number one in Austin? Are you coming, Ben? Uh, uh, did you guys invite me? Nah. <laughs> if I'm invited, I'll probably come. I don't know if you guys invited me or not, officially. Consider um, this your official invitation. Yeah, well, it would be great to have you here. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. Come then. I guess this is... October 3rd. I can't think of anything else probably going on then. Yeah. You can impart some wisdom on the youngins. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no like, youth other youth wrestling tournaments. Super 32 is later if that actually happens. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Be sweet. Ben's coming. That'll be fun. Um, we can go get – you can get more – I'll be on crutches, so don't pick on me. I won't pick on you. Um, we'll probably just – We'll just end up chauffeuring you to various food trucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ben so does the classic tacos. order at the food truck while you're waiting for your food out of the food truck, getting another line at another food truck to get more food from that food truck. I'm impatient. What can I say? <laughs> Did you go to the one, like, kind of catty corner from the office last time you were here? Yeah, with you, right? That was, uh, that was old H- that was old HQ. One- no, 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 no. The new, the new HQ, you walk down the, the tire, street. Like a- Next to the tire shop? Yeah, that place. Okay, yeah. That one. Nice. That was good. That Sweet. Was good. You can smell the rubber and yeah. the, the blue-collar <laughs> grit in with the Migas tacos. It's great. I love it. Yeah, you can't beat Austin. All right, well, we're glad you're coming. Mm-hmm. Um, consider this a cordial invitation. Okay, Kyle Brackey's Dual Meets of Hope. Let's do that. Um, we were doing this yesterday. It was fun. Uh, Brackey has been – what? Do you guys have the lineups? Or should I go back to five uh, – The la- yesterday's? We'll, we will put them – We're going to put them up. Which one do you want to do? So, hey, yeah. I just got to – have you put them up on the VMix? I got to wait like till like, it's too small, and I got to wait till they get on the Facebook to then see it. Share the stock with so, Yeah, I'll share it with you. Which one do we, okay, which see. duel did you want to do? Because we did Nebraska versus uh, – did we do Nebraska-Penn State? We have not. Oh. Want to do that one? Or Penn mm. State-Michigan? Did we do that We did Penn State-Michigan. We did Penn State-Michigan. And then we did Nebraska-Cornell. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. All <laughs> right, pick, pick it, Ben. Okay. Oh, ooh, this is a nice doc right here. Uh, okay, so we did these top four. Well, we should do someone, you know, someone else – Let's do one of my old favorites here. Let's go Missouri versus Iowa State. That that's always Oh my god. <laughs> Why are we doing Missouri no. versus Iowa State? You put him on the list. Yeah. Why are you tell me I can have like, something that I can't have it? This is like the top ten. This is just like context. We still haven't figured out the top five yet. Yeah. Because oh, we gotta rude. solve okay. that problem first. Yes. We'll I'm get sorry. there. Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> Ohio State, Nebraska. Okay. All right, fine. fine. <laughs> Still not exactly, but you know what? We get what we get. Well, okay. Ohio Nebraska is good. Come it's on. good. It's good. Um, now, there's some lineup speculation, which makes this really fun. So for Ohio State, here's a lineup we went with, and you can fight us on it. Malik Heinzelman, 
Jordan Decatur, Anthony Echemendia, Sammy Sasso, Elijah Cleary or Quinn Kenner, Carson Karchla, Caleb Romero, Rocky Jordan, Chase Singletary, Tate Orndorff. I'm sorry. He's the one that's right. He's the one that's right. I beg your pardon. Listen, if we're gonna go, if this is a (laughs) slash situation, it's Gary Traub slash Tate Orndorff. All right, I fixed it. I I fixed it on the doc. I think I think Orndorff's gonna go down to 97 to wrestle off Singletary before he he tests the waters against Gas Tank Gary. That's my opinion. Um, no. Okay, fine. (laughs) We'll, we'll put them, we'll put them both. I hope, is is my diagram on the doc what I just wrote in there? No, in, damn you're it. being you're being censored. You got click on copy of sheet two at the bottom, and you'll see like what I'm oh, looking at. Oh, got it. Okay. So one well, one I'll thing, one note about the Ohio State lineup. I really think Karchla goes wants to go seventy four. Okay, which screws up everything, big time. Because well, Ethan Smith is really good there, so why is it screwed up? It screws it up because Caleb Romero is probably better than Ethan Smith. And you basically take okay. Romero out of the lineup. Or you make him go 184, which maybe his biceps will love, but his wrestling may not be perfect. Or, and that will take Rocky Jordan out. Really, I think their best lineup is Carson 65, uh, Romero 74. Yeah. But if Carson wants to go 74, then what do you do? Look at what Ben yes. did here. Casting yeah. yeah. Gary, number one. There you go. <laughs> he didn't even put the ranking first. I don't even think you need a ranking. It's just it's just understood. No. He's number one. So, okay, here we go. The match we've all been waiting for. Liam Cronin versus Malik Heinzelman. Let's go. I'm sure these two met, right? Um, yeah, I need to get my wrestle set up so I don't freaking blow it. Yeah, don't I no one can figure out why you couldn't find Joey Silva either. He was on 141, and that was not the weight class he wrestled. That was unacceptable. So, well, it's the weight class he's going next year. Cron- okay, Cr- Cronin uh, beat Heinzelman 8-3. But Heinzelman has also beaten him uh, two once. years ago. Yeah. But, they but split- there, there was some reg- yeah, regression last year from Heinzelman for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely there was. So... I'll say I'll say, I'll give it to Cronin. Um, he was better last year, and until we see Cronin and or Heinzman make a jump, I think you gotta go with him. Oh, I agree. And then once again, thirty-three Jordan Decatur versus Ridge Lovett. These two probably hit. Yeah, um, love it. Oh, that definitely happened. Love it. One kind of a wild one. He only wrestled wild matches. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of a wild one. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Decatur was one of the bigger surprises for me with the struggles he had last year. Yeah, me too. I just did yeah. not. Ex- I was like, yeah, it doesn't help that you know he's yeah. a Matt game. Keep- well, I was gonna say part of it was like you know, and listen, my cat. I flipped out at kids in my academy because they were saying he sucked or something when he was gonna wrestle Seth Gross, and I said like, listen, if any of you ever accomplish as much as Jordan Decatur, I will be so proud of you. Um, yeah, I mean, this guy, this guy won national titles. That that's the bar. I mean, he was ranked top twenty as a as a true freshman, and we all know. Listen, if I wrestled as a true freshman, I would have had a hard time being. I probably got in the top twenty by the end of the season, but it wouldn't it wouldn't have been pretty, right? Yeah. And so, man, that true freshman year can be really difficult sometimes. So, yes, people gave him a very hard time for the season he had, but at the end of the day, he was 
Wrestle's Dead has him really low, but I feel like he was always ranked like 16, 17, somewhere around there. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know if how much time he did or didn't spend in the rankings. He beat, so like his first match, he beat Josh Kramer, who was ranked, and that helped him hang on because then, if you remember, he hit like just a murderer's row. Yeah, yeah, which, of guys who were ranked ahead of him. So then he didn't drop out of the rankings, but then he did end up yeah. losing to like he lost to um, King Sandoval. Yeah, yeah. So Decatur. Um, but well, I could definitely see him being someone who, you know, and it could, guys, it could be for whatever reason, right? I figured it out. I mean, I lost. Uh, he lost ten matches on a real Big Ten schedule. I lost ten matches as a redshirt freshman, my first year in college, and then I came back. Then you know, I lost seven the rest of my career or whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, could he make? Is he going to make a jump for sure? I don't know. Could he make a jump? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, people people are kind of quick to bail, and I think you could yeah. find. A lot of examples of guys that struggle. Now, some some of them, there's not a ton, but um, it, it happens. It, it happens routinely that guys don't look great, and then you know they can get a lot better. It's it's it'll be up to him. He certainly has the talent to do so, um, and he's in a good environment, so I think he'll be fine. Hey, I just looked at however Ohio's, I'm looking at Ridge the, the roster gets the nod here. I agree. Um, get uh, Ordorf is not on the roster. He's not, and he's not, and um, they do have uh, Karchla listed at one seventy four on the roster. Did Gas Tank Gary block the transfer? They announced him hey, like I, officially. I, yeah, but he's not. He look at the roster. He's not on there. It's mm. probably they don't have a picture for him yet. Maybe yeah. Maybe like the, until you get in the nice red hoodie sweatshirt, you don't yeah. get in there. Okay. Or maybe well, I guess they don't, mention, they don't. They don't. They don't mention Mendy on here, also. Okay, so maybe. They, well, do they have any incoming freshmen? I'm not seeing any. Yeah, probably because they're not uh, even on else. campus yet. <clears throat> but usually by this time they've added everyone. So no, you're right. There are no incoming. Dude, no you never know. With these these school rosters are always a wild card. Um, okay. Okay. So. All right. It's uh, two to zero. Or probably 6-0 in favor of uh, Nebraska. As we go to 141. Etchemendia versus Chad Red. Oh, my gosh. What the heck do we do with this one? I know what I'm doing. What? Etchemendia. Oh, my gosh. Are you really? You're all in. You guys think he's going to be the national champ, so might as well just pick him, too. <laughs> I don't think I picked him to be a national champion. I heard you say it. No, this is this is... Uh, the JV fake news. I think he eventually he could be a national champion, but okay. to say he will be, um, I don't know. Okay, uh, let me year. give you no over under. Does he take better, uh, better or worse than? Uh, we'll go fourth place next year at NCAs. Mm. I'll say better. Top okay. top three, top three for oh. Anthony Echemendia. That would be something okay. else. Yeah. Okay. Um, who are you going with? Man. You're going with Sawson. Yeah. Strawberry Sawson. Yeah. Also, okay. Well, Ty, it's, Ty listen, Etchemendia is going to be – Chad Red's really good on top. That could be a thing for – I think it's going to take him a minute to yeah. adjust to folk style, and Chad Red is very folk style savvy. Yes. All right. You got you to gotta give it to Chad Red. That is true. Chad Red. But and I then, Chad Red. 
Yeah. Nah. <laughs> then Kevon Davenport <clears throat> versus Sammy Sasso. Number one, Sammy Sasso. Uh, Got to go with young Sasso. Sasso. And then Cleary versus Hardy or Kenner. That's a hard one to pick. I don't think so. What the heck happened to Keyshawn Hayes? Why can no one tell me that? He just left school or something? No, he's been there. He's hurt. He was in a shoulder thing um, at all the tournaments. He, I think he had surgery. Okay. He's just a very. He's just had bad luck with injury, unfortunately. He may have another year, somehow, but I don't know where where somehow. we'd where we'd see him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm go. I go 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 with Hardy over Cleary or Kenner. Um, and then agreed. So they have cards. Should we? Do we need to make a quick rapid fire lineup change to Ohio State right now? Bump. I feel like that's what's going to happen. If he's listed as a seventy-four, which yeah, he's going to be a box at one seventy-four. He's so then. <laughs> what do they have? Friggin' Caleb Mayer listed as? Because he's bigger than Colin Moore right now. He's bigger than Colin Moore and Gary Traub. Let's see. Where's Where's uh. 174. 174. Oh, boy. He has made 165, but he was not near as good as he was at. You know what? We should not. No, let's be the change. Ohio State needs to have, needs to go Karchla and Romero. They got to do that. I know I just said it, but I'm unsaying it. They need, let's use our influence here. People think we have great influence. You're not going to influence Karchla to cut that weight? Come on, man. But. We're going to influence the coaches to influence Karchla to influence. It's a triple influence situation. To get a Caleb Romero in the line. Triple influence situation. Yes. It's trickle-down economics. It makes perfect Kozak, sense. Kozak's so smart. You know he just posted? Karchla versus Taroki uh, at 74. Oh I'm my so go- in. Oh, my gosh. I'm so into that. No, we got to do Ethan Smith. Karchla ain't going 65. Come on. Why Come on. not? He is not big. He's not Is he sorry. big? He doesn't look big to me. He's kind of big. You think he's, he's big? big? All right, Ben thinks yeah. he's big. I think he's like 5'8", max. Um, well, he's not, I didn't say he's tall. I don't know. All right, fine. Fine. We're rechanging it. <laughs> Ethan Smith's going 65. Romero's out of the lineup. I hope you're happy, Ben. Just because this is only because We're I want. We're changing it again. Uh, we have to. He's son of a. Carter said he's not making weight. I called him. Hey, he just called him. What do you want us to do? And call him. He's a liar. Ethan Smith. So it's Ethan Smith versus Peyton Rob. I like this match. That's a good match. So I will take. No, they wouldn't. No, have they wrestled. didn't. Peyton Rob was yeah mm-hmm. different weights. It would have been Isaiah yeah. Isaiah White. Um, I will go yes. with Ethan Smith in this matchup actually. Ooh, that was so lit when Isaiah White decked uh, Ethan Smith to win the duel, and the crowd went nuts. That was actually weird. Too. That was awesome. That <laughs> was, was like, so, what? Why was it weird? Because it was like an overtime, and he just kind of went over. No, it was the, no, it was the third No, he, he was down block. Yeah, it was down block, <clears throat> go behind, and he got overzealous about not getting a go behind, and he got cradled and decked. It, it was – I just remember it being really bizarre, and I was really surprised that he got picked. Really? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to go back and rewatch it. I just, That's just my memory of it. I don't have, like, the most vivid one. I was like, wait, he just rolled over? Wasn't he winning, like, one second before? Um, yeah, he was win- he was he was winning the match. I think it was Isaiah White. Yeah. Well, I think he was winning on the scoreboard, but Isaiah White had riding time, so it was gonna go to overtime. Okay. 
I can't remember. Wow, and did you know he lost to Isaiah White twice at the Big Tens also? Five, yeah, two, three, two. He had a hard time with with uh, with Zay Zay, but I'm giving I'm giving yeah. him the nod over Rob. What the heck? What say you? Hey, is uh, Andy lost in tiebreaker at the Cliff Keaton invite? Uh, I am giving him the nod over uh, Peyton Rob also. Is Isaiah White going to wrestle freestyle? Because it always seems like he probably should because he was so much more superior on his feet than he was on in the Mac game. Yeah, he uh, Nebraska announced him mm-hmm. as joining their, oh, really? their RTC. Yep. Nice. And then Karchla versus Labriola. I'm here for this match. Oh, I'm Let's so talk about this, this one. I'm I. I got Karchla. I'm not even. Uh, yeah, I'm just oh. saying it. I'm just Who did we take at 65? Who did you pick? Ethan. Ethan. I'm going Carson. I'm. I'm going Carson. I'm all in on. Carson I'm and Starocky as like the truth and the future and everything. I don't know who else is gonna be in the mix at 174. Because we think Kemmer's uh, going Carter up. Carter Starocky. Right. Yeah. Talking, okay. Are we talking? Are we talking this year? Because we don't know. Red shirting. Uh, who? Dang it! Where's the damn rankings? Yeah, I don't know who. At 134 is gonna be up for grabs for somebody. That's for sure. Yeah. Bracky, what say you? I you say up yet? we need to look at the rankings because I'm drawing a blank I'm going, right now, I'm, too. I'm, you got all these jabroni high school rankings. Put NCA rankings on top. Dude, Flo, is going to be number one when we make changes Whoa. here. Yeah, if Kimmer, if Kimmer, goes, if Kimmer goes up and we know Miles means not wrestling 174. Yeah. Yes. Caleb Romero is going to be number Well, Okay, so... Caleb Romero's going to be number two and he's going to get bumped out of that spot. Does that mean Karchula goes number two? No, it doesn't work like that. It, oh, it should. No. And then you throw <laughs> Logan Massa's coming up, too. So, Yeah, so it's going to be... Is he wrestling for sure, or is he doing the D- Detroit red shirt? We don't know about the Detroit red <laughs> shirt, Rock City. Yeah, we haven't heard about that. So, okay. Let's let's talk. Karchula, Labriola, let's, let's discuss this, please. Um, it's going to be awesome. It, uh, I'm totally in for it. I would say Karcho slows the match down. Uh, I'm going to say scores uh, a late arm drag takedown. What do you think? Arm drag. Arm drag to like just a straight arm drag go behind or just like a single yeah. leg? Yep. Okay. Yep. And then maybe maybe uh, Labriola tries rolling out of it and he follows. Something like that. Follows the Grammy roll. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I, th- I see him single leg in the third. Slow finish, splits, wizard. He's got to solve all these finishing Ooh, problems of nice. from Labriola. Gets the gets the foot on the hip, covers backside double, two. That's what nice. I see. I really like, like Karchla. Very high on Karchla. Very high on Staraki. If those two were to wrestle, I don't know what would happen. Holy cow! We're just giving that one to Ohio State, huh? Holy smokes! Now yeah, we are. Taylor Vins versus Rocky Jordan. I will go with um, Taylor Vince, but I think yes. Did Rocky beat him? Yeah, I kind of think he beat him. He beat him last oh, year. he did. You're right. At the duel, that he was mind blowing. Taylor Vince makes my head hurt because <laughs> he's really good, and then sometimes he loses matches like that. He does. Speaking of that duel, we we got that clip pulled up just because it's awesome. 
of uh, this oh, Ethan, Ethan Smith? Smith, Isaiah White. Yeah, that, yeah. that, was, aw- that was awesome. Yeah, right, you, guys, you guys remember, Taylor Venz almost beat flipping Zay Valencia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, come oh my on. Gosh. Go for it. Oh, I think it was bizarre because Ethan didn't have to shoot there, right? He no, did, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he, did, yeah, go back to this shot. Ethan, go back. Christian, go back. Chris is not happy with this. No, I'm remembering now what I thought was weird. I was like, well, you didn't have to take this this shot, right? That was my – yeah, that was just not a good – Oh, look at that down block go behind right to the cradle. Beautiful. That is a beautiful technique right there. He's very pinned. Oh, my goodness. And then yeah. Lincoln so, lost their so minds. Chad Red. We got I team points Coach taken Red. away for that, yeah. even though the dual meet is Coach over, Red. and they didn't even go yeah. out into the circle. It's trash. Yeah. It's absolute trash. Right. I was so mad about them losing a team point over that. He should have been. They, did, look, they, yeah. they weren't even really on the mat. And anyways, the duel is over. That was the last match of the duel. Hello. It's over. Yeah, these reps yeah, are t- just t- player t- haters. Look at Brian Snyder. What youthful exuberance <laughs> from Dr. Snyder. Oh, man. Okay. So, man, predict this one. Who you got, Ben? Hold on. Well, Vens came back. and I looked. Vens came he back and him. decked uh, at, yeah, at the Big Tens. I'm taking Taylor Vens. There's no way he – yeah, he's really good. He just has some slip-ups every once in a while. This – I know the rankings disparity here is, is kind of vast, but Singletary versus Schultz. I think this is a really, really close match. I will give it really, to – you don't? Uh, no, I, I think Schultz controls it. Um, I, I've never been all that impressed by Singletary. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't really impress me all that much. Um, and maybe it's because he was wrestling at heavyweight and, and, you know, he probably shouldn't have been. But, yeah, I've never been that impressed. I'm, I'm going Schultz for sure. I think it's a close one, but I've got, I've got Schultz in this one. And then – um, so throw that if you want to throw that yeah. X in there. Um, Gas Tank Gary versus Christian Lance. I think we all know the people's champ. But also Orndorff. So. Also not Orndorff. No, 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 no. We're not putting Orndorff in the line. Listen, stop it, guys. Just stop. Just, he he's not the starter. Here's 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 the policy. Orndorff's not the starter until he's entered at Big Tens. That's it. Yeah. I don't care if he starts the duels. That doesn't make him the starter. Until you're entered at Big Tens, you're the backup to Gas Tank Gary. That, right. that, that is the flow wrestling policy, Kyle. Do you understand? Except for rankings. Um, we'll just do this a little differently. Um, yeah. All right, so Nebraska wins 6-4. Okay, Nebraska wins. Can we do right. Nebraska, Penn State? Hey, well, yeah. I have an idea. Oh, Can no, he wants, do, idea? he wants to do Missouri He wants to do versus, Missouri Iowa. versus Oklahoma State. I don't. Yeah. I don't you, guys at me, you guys yelled at me too much. We're not doing that. Okay, here's what I think we should do. I've drawn this up. We're going to go bracket format. Oh, three teams. Oh, three wow. teams in each bracket right there. And then we go one versus one. Winner gets to wrestle Iowa. What do you say? Okay, so there's like – Are we you, are, you like my brackets? play? Pool play. We have. Well, we, ju- two, we just did Nebraska OSU. Nebraska won, but we did Cornell no, Nebraska and Cornell all, won. Yeah, so we're almost done. We're almost done with this pool right here. So See, who wins the pool? We're screwed. You do total team points, Brack. You don't you have oh to make a tie? Total team points. We're not keeping that in depth of a score, Ben. Well, I guess well, Cornell, Cornell would Cornell win. Cornell might win. Yeah, Cornell should yeah, beat Ohio State. Pools. 
You don't know. Let's just do Penn State, Nebraska. Say, let's just let. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Come on, dude. Let's do the pools. Do we gotta do something that makes sense? I got, I got, you know, mildly autistic. So if it doesn't make sense to me, I don't <laughs> like it. Has anyone diagnosed you as mildly autistic? You say it all the time. Uh, a few people. A few people. So we're gonna go look at. We've already <laughs> done two of these three duels. We only got one more duel to do, Christian. We gotta do Cornell and Ohio State. And listen. Don't, don't make me tell you, because you should have already got this, Christian. If we do that hypothetical duel, we get to talk about Yanni versus Sammy Sasso. Okay. Well, you guys know. You guys decided. Oh, wait. No, that is 49. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys changed weights, and then it confused me. We make guys whatever weights we want, and then we switch them back. You just got to get <laughs> what, good at copying and pasting. What was the score of Cornell, Nebraska? I don't, we didn't keep score. We're we just doing just, X's. Yeah. Six, six to four. Okay. Well, six to four. All right, so we have to do Cornell, Ohio State now. You're a bully, Ben. You talk about us being a bully. You just bullied us into doing this. Yeah. You guys wouldn't even let me talk about Missouri at all. How's that for bullying? Because they're not in this top group. Yeah, they're not. They're not upper echelon. You, they're on your. I you made the list. They're on. Your I made them tenth. I were, but we're talking about like one through five could be interchangeable. There's clearly a tier that drops off after five. When we do the SEC right. dual championship, we'll have Missouri involved. <laughs> I can't wait for the Missouri-Bama match. Oh, my uh, goodness. Saban would probably find a way to win that, too. <laughs> What'd you say, Ben? All right. Are you ready Cornell, for this? Cornell, Ohio State. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right. Let's go. Starting at 125 pounds, Vito Arugel versus Malik Heinzelman. We must uh, declare Vito the champion here in this matchup. Yep. This is easy, a potential bo- bonus point win here for... For young Vito. Then we go to yeah. 33, where we've got Dom LaJoy. I think LaJoy is going to be the starter there, personally. Wait, I Versus, thought we changed this yesterday. We did. We got to rechange. Who's the starter? Well, no. 40, it is oh, going to yeah, be LaJoy. Yeah, I got to change it. 41, yeah. we got to have Josh Saunders. Um, but LaJoy versus Decatur, I have no idea. I think, I'm going Decatur. Yeah, I think I am, too. One year better, one year wiser. Um, you know, I have Mumi here because LaJoy had a losing record last year. Mumi at least had a winning record at 133. And LaJoy's losing record was at 125. Just, hmm. just an FYI. Yeah. I'm, looking I'm not at, saying I'm he looking beats Jordan Decatur. Right That's just an FYI. I just think you yeah. like the last Mumi's, name Mumi. I mean, it's a cool name. It's Mumi's, fun to say. Oof. He did not have any good. His best win was uh, Missouri's Sevian Severado last year. Yeah, um, and that was at 125 actually. Yeah, Le- I th- I think it would be LaJoy. Um, this lineup gets really interesting in like a year when Greg comes in yeah. at 25 and Vito goes 33. Okay, so we're one one, and we're going into 41. Oh wait, we've seen this match. We have Josh Saunders Josh versus Saunders. Anthony Etchemendia, and I don't think Saunders has the. Folk style top prowess to make this to to really make us think he could narrow the gap here from yes. the from the tech fall that happened at. Um, I do think it'll be much closer. It's not going to be a tech fall, right? It's probably going to be like a yes five two kind of controlled win for Etchemendia, but ultimately mm-hmm. he would be the winner here. Now, oh my gosh, Yanni versus Sasso, awesome. two of the best scramblers in the game. Cradle Masters. Um, 
I mean, for entertainment value and just uh, awesome dudes, man, you can't beat this match. And I can only hope that it would happen. I don't believe they've ever wrestled each other, right? No, that's not uh, true. Not to my knowledge. They wrestled. They, they wrestled. wrestled. Yeah, uh, Dreamman. Pretty sure Yanni decked him. Oh in my high gosh! School. Really? Um, yeah. Let's look. I'm googling it. 2015 Dreamman, I bet. Wow. I sixteen. You got a freak. He does have a good, dude. He wrestled multiple times. So he wrestled at thirty-eight. Really? At, yeah. Um. So they wrestled. I'm pulling them up. At thirty-two and thirty-eight. So super thirty-two. Wow. They wrestled. Wow. This journeyman match was won by Yanni eleven to four. Dang. Yeah, I mean that's kind of when I think about this match, I kind of think about you know everything that Sasso's good at. Yanni's a little bit better at. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just don't see Sammy being able to put Yanni in positions where he can win the match. Um, so it's going to be really fun because there are going to be a lot of scrambles, but I feel like Yanni's going to come out on top a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Super 32 match was 4-0 Yanni. So they've wrestled. It's been Yanni. Yanni's continued to be elite. <laughs> Sasso had a great freshman campaign where you know he was a bona fide mm-hmm. title contender, but... I think Yanni can just score more and score in more ways and has yeah. more reliable leg attacks than Sammy and a more diverse scrambling skill set than Sammy. Yeah. So even though I'm... And you know, one of the things... Uh, I'm watching this match, Christian. One of the things that, you know, maybe he doesn't cut it on... And usually a lot of great scrambles are, but they're good. They're clean on their finishes too because they, they generally have a deep understanding of what the other guy's trying to do to them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that's that. What's, that's, yeah, that's what's happening in this match right here. At the, uh, the It's a journeyman freestyle match. Okie doke. So that's 149. We're giving that to Yanni Dacamahalas. 57. Colt Yapujian versus, I guess we got to call it Elijah Cleary since that's who they. He started at Big Tens. Um, Kenner had the win over Berge yeah. and some other decent guys. but 57. Um, had a hard time with that weight. Um I guess you got to go yeah. with Yapujian here. They were really high on him uh, coming into this year. They think he's really freaking good. Um, Wasn't he, he get, a true he freshman? Got, he got freshman? hurt. He got at, hurt. Um, he didn't wrestle after CKLV. So I'll go with Yapujian in this one. Yeah, that, that's a fair pick. Clears wrestled people tough, but he's never really turned the corner. Um, I don't see how he scores on Yapujian. Oh! Sammy almost decks Yanni there. Yeah, so that was one where, you know, I, how I said, I kind of said it about Yanni, but I said scrambles generally have a good idea of how the other person's trying to scramble against them. Yanni actually gets his cradle locked up that he always goes to, and Sammy's able to s- turn and sneak the arm out, and he almost decks him. Ooh. This is a fun match to watch. You guys, I would highly recommend it. It's uh, Yanni versus Sammy Sasso on Flow. Uh, Journeyman Classic. Check it out. I'll put it in the Facebook chat. Sweet. Oh, so nice. if you're in Facebook, you can watch it right now. Is the other chat happening? Yeah, it's just not as active today. Yeah, not bumping like the other one. Okay. On the app, that is. So next up, uh, 165, Julian Ramirez versus – are we saying – Wait, yeah, what, what way do you want these guys at? Where did we put Karchla last time? 74. 74. So this is going to be Julian Ramirez versus okay. Ethan Smith. Okay. And can I go with Ethan Smith, right? Julian didn't – yeah. Julian had a fine freshman year, but 
he hasn't done the the level of things that Ethan Smith has. This guy beat David McFadden last year. Very good. He was top five at different points in the season. Yes. And then Chris, totally. Bo- Dude, this is a fun one. I we all really like Chris Foca. He had a really tough match last time. I forgot who he put him against, but maybe Labriola. Yeah, what about Labriola? Yeah. Um, but I gotta go with Karchel here over Foca. But Foca, I agree. His scrambling is is really good. I think he's. I think he's gonna be a really fun one when when the time comes. But you know what I'm thinking about this match? I can't unsee. I can't unsee him versus Neil Richards, and I <laughs> like, feel like I feel like Cars Luck can dump dump him. He got VMI'd. Um, Neil Richards is kind of a, kind of a beast. Um, yeah, for sure. I think Folk is going to be good, but Karshal is just such mm. a more polished product right now. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Folk needs to hang out with the goat a little bit more, oh. and then who knows what will happen. <laughs> Max Dean you know, versus Ruck. Yeah. Those guys have both been to Funky Fresh Scrambling Camp. Wow. Spoken uh, the goat. Maybe they hung out in the dorms or something. I don't know. Perhaps. Wow. All right, Max Dean versus Rocky Jordan. I think this is sort of obvious. Rocky we really like, but Max Dean, number one. He is yes. your winner here. Okay. So that makes it 4-4 four, four with going into the last two weights. We've got Ben Darmstadt versus Chase Singletary. Um, I like this matchup. I think Singletary actually matches up decently against Ben, but he will ultimately get pinfalled. Yes, <laughs> by, pinfalled. Our, by our champion. Yes, I agree. I agree. So that's two wins for Ben for Ben in this one, and then Luis Fernandez versus Gas Tank Gary to make this one five five. Right? I mean, you gotta go uh, GTG. Yeah, you're going GTG. Yeah. Uh, so tie, a tiebreaker in this one, though, would be I'm picking Cornell because I think they have a relatively good chance of bonus at 25. Mm-hmm. I think that's solid. I think they have a relatively good chance of bonus at 97. And I don't really see a weight where I'm like, okay, Ohio State's getting bonus here. Right. But for Ohio State, if you want to make the, the case for Ohio State, um, you can't yeah, really. It's, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough to say a match where, like, no, this was a toss-up, and you win against them. Um, I mean, the only one you could probably 57. argue is 57. That's it, yeah. But, I mean, I think you could argue Luis Fernandez against Kirsten Gary. You could argue that nope. one. Yeah, sure. you're crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Luis, <laughs> Luis, Luis, Luis Fernandez is good. That would, be a, that would be a competitive match. Okay, so Cornell wins. Cornell Completely wins. Completely destroying Bracky's rankings. Right? They won the they, they won that pool. They won pool B. They won pool play. It doesn't completely destroy. No, it blew them up, dude. Your rank has got blown up and you have to start over. And I quit. And he quit. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> um, not many people. Uh, okay. So who did we do yesterday? We did Michigan versus Penn State and who won? Michigan, right? Michigan. Yep. Okay, so uh, we have to do NC State versus both those teams. Alright, let's do that tomorrow. Okay. Let's go to questions now. All right, let's do it. All right. Moving on. We've got friends. You've got questions, and you send them on Twitter after I send the tweet. It's very, it's great. You guys are like clockwork. Oh, dude. What? Dude, I'm still watching this. This match is awesome. I'm still watching this match. Right. It's, it's epic. It's outstanding. You know what? Yanni puts him down 10-2 like early in the second, and he almost tech followed him a few times. But Sasso, he does not give up. He wrestles his butt off. And uh, and gets a takedown eventually. It's it's a really good match. 
All right, we should uh, we should banner some of those. Banner the throwbacks. Yeah. You know? it's, oh well, it's, it's already popping on Chartbeat where we we can see the the traffic. People are excited about it. Okay. Question for Ben Askren. When's the mental mindset book you spoke about around episode 500 coming out? You've done 500 oh. mental mindsets? My, well, I've been doing Mental Mondays for five years, roughly. So it's, it's been a long time. So, guys, actually, you know what? You gave me the perfect opportunity to make a plug, and I don't even think you know it, Christian, because I don't believe I've, <laughs> we've discussed it. Okay. Um, I can't write a book because I can't write worth a damn. I stink. I wrote a book, and it wasn't good, so I didn't put it out. I'm actually on this Monday, this coming Monday, um, I'm releasing my first mindset course on my website, BenAskren.com. Whoa. BenAskren.com. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Uh, that's, that has just been revamped. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's about dealing with failure and adversity. Um, I think I have a unique perspective on it. Uh, I think I kind of – obviously, I've read like 50 sports psych books. I think I kind of put it in a way – a little bit different way than anyone else has done it. So, yeah, that's coming out next week. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's something I've known I'm going to do for about – Let's see, probably since 06, I don't, almost 15 years now. It's something I've been meaning to do, and, I, and I'm finally doing it. So it feels it feels really good to get it done. Who did the designs? This looks cool. Like the brain. Well, yeah, it, yeah. we hired someone uh, to do all the designing uh, of the website. So, yeah, they got uh, – I, I thought you did a really good job on it. Yeah, looks good. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. cool. So you're launching that. So if people want to get mindset information, they have to go there now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, yeah, so, I mean, we have Tyler, the Mental Mondays. Do you mean to have that up, What's Tyler, up? on the display? It looks like What's going there on? We go. he had the dock up on the Oh, dock up, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. But, yeah, we, so we have, the, we have a lot of the Mental Mondays uh, transcribed into written articles on there, too, one of the ones I've done in the past. Okay, that sounds great. Now, yeah. my question: you, you said you wrote a book and it was really bad. Is it possible because was. it was a, it was a science fiction book? And that's not really your area. Is that why? Why would I? No, it was a mindset book. Oh, it was a mindset book. All right, never mind. Yeah, I thought you absolutely. might have delved into the sci-fi. No, heck no. This no, I wrote a mindset book yeah. with. Uh, um, <laughs> she was. Uh, I've told you about this, right, Christian? Have I never told you about this? You maybe did. Okay, I wrote a, I wrote a book and I wrote it. She her name is Renee. She was getting her PhD at the University of Missouri in sports <laughs> psychology. Uh, we partnered up. We wrote it together, um, and we actually interviewed every. This so this at the time the last fifty years. We sent a questionnaire to every NCAA champion in the last fifty mm, years. Yes, yes. Um, so nineteen fifty six to two thousand six. Um, got a lot of really good responses back. Used that in the book and. You know, at the end of the day, we just we just kind of decided not to publish it. We circled back a couple years later, kind of made some revisions, and yeah, it's kind of it's it's there. It's just not going anywhere. I've shared it with a few people over the years. Yeah. Now you, I've you've talked about the responses from the and like some of the similarities in the responses from a lot of the wrestlers. What I forget what that common thread was, but there were a few things that like many of them had in common. What were that? What yeah. was that? Uh, well, that just like stuck stuck out really. Um, Really, really big. I get the so the number one without without talking about too much. The number one that was and it was fascinating because it wasn't the question we asked at all. We asked it. We asked a question like, "When did you go from good to great?" And we were looking for maybe, um, 
right? Some type of, I got a new coach, I changed my training, I changed my thinking about this topic. We, we were, thought we were gonna get something to that effect. Um, and what we actually got was, all these people said some version of, I was never great, Yeah. right? And they might, so some people said like, I was never great, Dan Gable was great, but I, you know, I got, I had my best year this year, right? Um, and we had, dude, we had some freaking like, I'm, uh, so obviously all of them were NCAA champions, but I'm talking like, we had some world champions say that they were never great. And I thought, you know, at that point I had already won one NCAA title. I was well on my way to win my second one. And I, and I never thought of myself in that terms. And I just, I just want kind of one thing that made me think is people who achieve highly don't generally think in those terms, right? They're not thinking about the level of achievement while they're doing it. They're only thinking about the process and what's ahead of them, right? They're thinking about how do I get a better single leg? How do I beat this guy? How do I win that? And they're not really thinking about, um, they're not really thinking about, well, am I great or am I not great? That doesn't really like concern them. It may not concern them, but certainly they know, right? Is that is that? No, I genuinely think that they don't think about it. After reading all the responses, I really don't think they think about it. Huh? That's genuinely, yeah. Did you yeah. think you were great? No, I, I didn't think about it. You didn't think about. Yeah, mean, you that, didn't think about it. Or okay, so you say you didn't think about it. But, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even consider, like, the question didn't enter my mind, am I great at this skill set, right? And really, by any metric, if you're talking about Division I NCAA champions, that's, like, just such a small portion, right? Uh, the highest percentile, yes, obviously, obviously they are, um, they're great. There's no doubt about it, right? And no, I never thought in those terms. So, yeah, I don't think those people think in those terms. Okay. That's Most interesting. And that, that, forced, that forced me to think in those terms, right? That forced me to think... Am I great at this? And the answer to that is obviously yes. You know, I'm achieving to the you know 99.99th percentile of what people achieve in wrestling. I, I would have to be if, if there's a something that's deemed as great, I would be in that category, right? Yeah. But prior to that, I never I never thought in those terms. So, and then the the second big thing that kind of like hit me in the face, um, and I know I've talked about this publicly, uh, you know. We were uh, asking for, you know, what made people, sit, you know, we, I, think, I, I believe the question was, you know, you won the NCAA title. There's a lot of really other good people in your bracket, second, third, fourth. What separated you from the field? What made you the champion? Um, you know, is there anything you can identify, you feel like you can identify? And everyone had these answers that were oppositional to each other, right? So, I could see one guy might say, well, I, I trained you around. That was why I won the NCAA. Another guy might say, well, I took, you know, I took two months off in June, July. I think that let me get the reset I needed. And right. So these don't make sense because they're, they're up, you know, one guy saying this, the other guy saying this and they oppose each other, but yet they're both NCAA champions. And it hit me. I read, this, <laughs> I read one and I, and it's, it's a more modern guy, right? So it's right, right before 2006. And he said, I was the best athlete in my weight class. That is why no one could beat me or something. I think that's what he said, almost word for word. And I remember thinking like, there's no, just stop. This is so dumb. Like that is not the answer. Um, Cause I knew the guy and I knew, I knew the statement was false, but then, you know what? I also knew the guy and I thought, you know what? This guy effing believes this like to his core. He believes this and he's wrong. That he was okay? the best athlete. And that's why. He yes. Won? He yeah, he was wrong. He was dead wrong. I guarantee. Why, describe he was wrong. his athleticism or like. What do you I mean? will not say it because it, it'll give it away. I'll tell okay. you off air. I I want to respect the confidentiality. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, 
Yeah, so he said it, and I, and I thought, he's just wrong. So that made me, so once I, you know, I've been reading through these and trying to think, what is the common thread in this, right? Because we have these answers that are, you know, opposing each other, and this guy made it click for me. And once he said this, it made me kind of go back and kind of reread all the answers. And what was clicking was everyone had this really, really deep-rooted belief in whatever they believed, yes. right? Yes. And that and that was what was really important was that they had this deep belief in their uh, their whatever their thing was. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So where where then I took I guess where then I took that was I took that to Gable's Hawkeyes. Have I ever told you this, Christian? Yeah, that you this thought part of they they weren't they probably weren't in actually better shape, but they just all believed that they were in so much better shape than they believed they were going to wilt their opponents. So. Their belief yeah. is what led to their success. Well, their absolutely the belief is what led to the success. And the other thing about being being in better shape is it's really hard to prove that because if you're in good shape, not not if you're in terrible shape, you might fall over, right? We we could name a few wrestlers that's happening. If you're in good shape, you may or may not be more tired than your opponent, but there's no way to prove it at the end of seven minutes, right? And then. You know, you lose that match six to four and you run over and then Gable says, look how effing tired he is. Go run some sprints. And you're like, ah, I'm going to flip and get that dude next time. He, uh, I almost gassed him out. And then you, so the important thing is that you wrestle as hard as you can to try to prove what you believe is true. Right. That's what's important. I think that's what's important that you get guys to believe in whatever they believe in. And they're going to wrestle hard for the entire seven minutes to try to, to try to prove that statement to be true. Interesting. Yeah, the yeah. B belief is 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 powerful. Um, cool. Well, I don't know. You should just publish that yeah. somewhere at some time, even if it's terrible. Uh, I don't like publishing terrible things, so we'll okay. see. Okay. All right, that's fair. Um, that's a good one. Can we, Nick Croninger? Can we get a definitive list of JV moves? Plenty of people say <laughs> certain moves won't work at the next level, despite evidence. Um, you know what my brother does. On this, Christian? What? Max is very militant. Did you know that? Way more militant than I am. I can see he that. He makes guys do push-ups if they do fireman's carries or headlocks in his wrestling room. What's wrong with fireman's carries? You got to, you got to take that up with him. Take it, tell him to take it up with Sajalayev. I mean, it's not, it's not a great move. I don't think it's a great move, right? But, you know, it, it doesn't work for some people. And the answer is, yeah, it does, right? Man, that is a very unaskrin like uh, perspective. Fireman's carries are that bad? Uh, uh, listen, it's not, it's not my role. In Max's wrestling room, if you do one of those moves, you have to do push-ups. Oh, my gosh. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, so I guess fireman's... I, I, <laughs> I should have him on here, and you guys could debate. It would be very, very funny to watch. Well, who am I Honor. to debate Max Askren? All I do, I just watch wrestling and I see good wrestlers hit it on other good wrestlers, and I say, okay. Um, I see Austin DeSanto tech fall a guy with it in under a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, come on, Max, that kind of rigidity doesn't help. I mean, certainly you don't want it to be uh, a headlock is not a sustainable life, but having yeah. it in your arse. Listen, I watched Mark Hall and Bo Nickel and Jason Nolf. Jason Nolf. I agree. They were ripping him off. Hans Marsteller had an nasty yeah. one. He did have a nasty one. Um, Matt <laughs> McDonough. Dude, Matt McDonough. Matt McDonough. Yeah. He, he had a good headlock? Really? Oh, great headlock. He hit it in a couple big matches. Against Priest, it was a big one. That. 
He was uh, for real. He, yes. Oh yeah. He was down to prison. He was losing late to prison. He headlocked the crap out of him. Yeah. And then he also he hit one against Thorn. I think it was a Thorn. Um, one time he headlocked the crap out of him. Yeah. He had a good. It was lefty. I'm pretty sure too. He had a good. Hmm. It was. Um. I don't know if it was Big Tens. I think it was Midlands when he hit it. Uh. But anyway, maybe we can pull that up. So yeah, I mean headlocks are good. I mean Caldwell hit it on the uh, a Hodge Trophy winner. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. I think this is it. Um, so hey, can we talk about that Daniel Cormier statement? I thought that was really cool. Oh yeah, well, t- oh yeah, this up. is tight. <laughs> yeah, we'll pull that up. Yeah, um, I don't know if we can play this. Yeah, why not? Wait, what do you want? You go. You what go you with the Cormier. Go with Cormier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so Cormier, well, I guess Kale Sanderson had just the type of thing about Daniel Cormier, and then Cormier came back and said, you know, it means so much. And it, it's just, for me, it's cool to see the respect between those two people. But then kind of what Kale said about Cormier is is so true. I mean, I had him into uh, Milwaukee, and he did a camp for a whole bunch of kids for all, almost free. And, I mean, not even, you know, a tenth of what he was probably worth. And he spent time, he took pictures and autographs, and he was just so awesome to the kids. And so, you know, Kale says they were, you know, they were at the 04 Olympics, and uh, Daniel asked for a picture with an NBA guy, and the NBA kind of just, you know, brushed him off and just ignored him and how rude that was. And that Daniel, you know, to this day, he's obviously very famous. He's a multiple time UFC champion. You know, he's still just coaching youth wrestling, he's around. He's taking pictures with people. He is. He has never became that type of person, which um, I, I think speaks a lot to who he is and his character. Yeah. What do you think it is about fame, where some people can become like the NBA guys, and some people end up being like Cormier? Yeah. I mean, I don't listen. I'll say. I, I will say for me, like when I came, got to when that first wave of explosion hit, like so, 2019, and I was at the USA Wrestling Nationals. Um, it, it was hard. It was exhausting because I was I was trying to coach my guys, and literally it'd be like a couple people waiting to take pictures, and I would literally be having to run to another mat, and so I'd have to take a quick p- picture, quick. But then also I'm not coaching my guy, like so I'm like trying to do my job. So th- that part of it was was challenging, and that happened at Fargo last year also. Um, but man, I don't. I, I guess I'm not. I'm not uber famous like the NBA guys, and so I don't know. Maybe maybe when they go out that they just can't walk anywhere without having to get harassed. Maybe that's part of it. But, you know, you think it's something like the Olympics, right? Where everyone is a, you know, fellow team USA member, uh, you would have, you know, you'd be able to give people the time of day. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand it, but yeah, it's high, high praise coming from kale and Cormier. In, in my experience has just been an awesome guy. And I've heard he, He's like that at, at Tulsa. He's down there. He's on the floor. He actually – he's not a guy yeah. that just puts his name on, on the club. or on, He's like – he's in the trenches. So, um, I mean, I remember Gilroy started going to Iron Man. And mm-hmm. you know how, like, packed in oh Iron gosh. Man is. I mean, he's just walking around with everybody. And people stop yeah. and talk to him, take pictures. And he's just coaching and just enjoying it. He's a good dude. Um, okay, next question. Um, <laughs> I just, this is not really a question to answer, 
but it's just funny. Can we get a flow film on the scrubs? They get teched in the first round of the U.S. Open. Who are these guys? What are their motivations slash expectations? Oh my gosh, that would kind of be funny. It's like the that's the mental mindset. I need like, why are you here? What do you want? Someone tried to say it's actually like a cool thing. I don't. I I maintain that it is not cool that anyone can enter the U.S. Open. It's just my opinion. <laughs> um. Okay, if Pico, Spencer, Mark Hall, and DT all graduated high school in the same year, what order would you rank them in pound for pound? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I don't know why Gable's not in here, because he should be, because he never lost. Put Gable in, in there. Gable has I mean, to. This is he pretty much he like, really never lost. Yeah, this is like best high school wrestler of the last 20 years, essentially, is what we're choosing so, here, right? So DT's claim, four-time Ironman. Super 32, he beat Logan Stieber, Novotkov, um, Colin Palmer. He bumped up to beat Colin Palmer. Man, he he did, I guess, early his freshman year. He lost, like, his first match, I think, or something as a freshman. Yeah. But then basically was undefeated from then on. Spencer. I I don't want to throw DT under the bus, though, uh, Christian, but – uh, the rest of these guys have world level medals at in the junior division, and David never did. Correct? What was what was the scenario with junior? Were we sending guys on teams uh, during this time? It felt like it was on a hiatus. I don't remember people talking about teams in what was this two thousand six or seven, right? He's that old? I don't no. know. How old is David? All, all we need to know is his age. Uh, uh, David Taylor. Age. He wrestled Novotkov in 2006. Wow. Shoot, he is that old, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you, you might be right then. Wow. I, I, wow. Yeah, I didn't it's think It's not like that. he was – I don't, who was making world teams then? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I know I made the 2004 junior world team and we didn't go, but I guess I didn't – no, David's way younger than me. What year did David graduate college? 2014. 14, I graduated 2007. So he would have, um, his junior, his junior expiration would have been like 2010, 11, somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't, we'd have to go. Um, I'm just trying to yeah. remember. I don't, dude, who was making teams in Ben? You would know. We would know who, I don't think they were. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, yeah, you're right. yeah I, I mean, yeah, I'm drawing a blank when you say, like, who is a world medalist. I mean, well, I remember Jordan Burroughs had that story about how I gave him a ride in my Prius in uh, in 08 when they were on the junior. I gave a bunch of <laughs> – I think I fit, like, the whole junior freestyle team in in 2008 because they wanted to go to the Walmart. I stuffed them all in the Prius, uh, and I think t- took the whole team together. So they, they were there was teams. I just don't remember who was on them. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll do a little digging. I, I don't remember. It certainly wasn't, like, the thing to do. Right. Well, I think we just weren't having high-level success either. Maybe, maybe it was that. Okay. Um, but yeah, put it. Let's put them in order. How how would we do it? I think Gable's. To me, Gable's number one. He was. See, what he was, Pico was almost made the Olympic Olympic he, team. He didn't even win Junior Worlds. He almost made. The, he was freaking one match away from the Olympic team. Um, in high school. He was high school age at that point in time. Yes, was he nineteen or? I guess he was eighteen. He should have been I mean, a he, senior he in high school that year. Yeah, he should have been a senior in high school that year. That's like for me. That's like holy crap. 
Uh, Kozak says David took. This was when he was younger, though. Took eighth in juniors in 2007 at 50 kilograms. That's a really lightweight class. 50, but that's about what he would have been in um, his freshman sophomore year. 50 kilograms. Of high school. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. To me, I guess Gable did, didn't do that, but Gable winning. Okay, I, I, I think you counterbalance the fact that Gable was a junior world champion while cadet eligible. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy, dude. He beat he beat Jordan Wood, who I think um, I'm pretty sure Wood was a world medalist at the time he's when a world he beat silver him. medalist. Yeah. Who's cadet world silver, and and he beat him kind mm-hmm. of. Um, yeah, um, soundly. So I don't know, man. I think it's Gable, Pico, DT Spencer. Maybe Spencer DT. What you not Mark's not in here? Oh shoot, Mark. So David did Mark was, juniors, junior worlds in was eighth at fifty kilograms. Okay, so maybe that bumps yeah. David down. Um, Mark was a cadet world champion, Mark a two-time was, junior world champion. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I think gosh. His, didn't his second junior world title come in college though? Correct. Yeah. Yes. I think he only won one junior world title in high school. Just the one junior world championship. Yeah. So, and Spencer has two junior world titles, correct? No, I believe I one think he does. Does he? One. Okay. No, I think he does. Hey. Remember, he wrestled up too. I think he has two because Dayton beat him off the cadet team. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Was that's true. And then he went to the lightest junior weight. Okay, yes. so he won juniors in. 14 and 15? A long time ago. Or 15 yeah, and so 16. Weird. Man, how are we not forgetting? Well, I know he's one. He's a three-time champ, but I just couldn't remember if it was one cadet, two junior, or two cadet, one junior. But I think you're right. Yeah. Hey, Christian. Two-time junior. Two juniors. You want your mind blown right yeah, now? Please. Gable's, Gable's still junior eligible if they had wrestling this year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? Can you imagine... He should not be allowed at Junior Worlds. Like one time, Kamal Bay went to Fargo. I was like, "This should not be allowed." This guy's like, oh my God. <laughs> he's on the like Senior World team. He should not be allowed. He's too. He's too dang good. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, let him go. So amazing. Let's send him. Send Gable to Juniors. That'd be awesome. Spencer went seventh his first year at Cadet Worlds, then champ, and then two Junior titles in a row. Okay, so he was yeah. a two-time Junior World champ. Man, I don't know. Well, we're not doing good at this order. Um, I, I know what I'm. Okay, I got. I got my order. You guys can pick yours. I okay. here's what I'm going. Okay, I'm going Pico, Spencer, Gable, Mark, DT. So why why Spencer over Gable? Uh, I, I guess Gable had two cadets and one junior, and then he also didn't have that great performance his senior year um, at at juniors. Remember, he lost. Um, Spencer obviously got hurt that last year, so he didn't wrestle. So they both have three titles. Spencer being one cadet, two juniors. Gable being two cadets, one junior, but did have the not great performance. Dang. Okay. I, I would count Gable's titles with higher regard because he, he was wrestling men. Yeah, at heavyweight. Yes. And who knows how old they really were. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd, you could kind of say that for all of them. Though at this yes, point, that's true. You don't know how old I am, man. I'll go <laughs> Gable, Pico, Spencer, Mark, DT. I hate this. 
<laughs> this is awesome. It's what do you awesome. mean you hate this? It was really hard. It's really hard. Um, it is not easy. Man, some really amazing high schoolers. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, Kyle Snyder hasn't tweeted other than retweets since April. He used to be very active in social media. Why has he been so inactive lately? Is I'll it give the you move? A yeah, it's kind of obvious, right? But the guy goes, is it the move to NLWC, a.k.a. the Kale effect or another factor? It's very obviously that, right? Yes. Yes. Definitely. 100%. David Taylor's really active on social media. He is. But He's I think like the one of the only ones, though. Um, Bo's very active. Mm, yeah, that's right. So then I, I'm not sure. Well, I think he, I th I'm sure Kale counsels them all, right? But ultimately, I think when they're older, they, they have more, you know, they're given more license to, to do what they want. And I think Kale is just probably, I think he's just counseled them to do that. They're like, hey, lower profile kind of thing. I think that's just his. Yeah. I think, I think Kyle's just going all in, right? He's like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything this guy says. And yes. see where I'm at. Uh, okay. Uh, would Flo, this will be the last question. Would Flo ever consider doing an East versus West dual meet? Um, I like the team. I'm kind of worried about creating another Biggie versus Tupac situation. So I'm going to try to avoid East Coast, West Coast battles of any kind. But also, no offense, but the East Coast is, is too nasty. Right, we, we they got all the heat. Yeah, all the firepower. The West Coast to win, very difficult. Yeah, although as we did the this this feels like years ago, but um, we did the um, what you call it the state high school duels or whatever the best teams ever. Like California had an incredible team, mm -hmm. but it's a mm, that was a different true. scenario. Um, yeah. Well, you guys sent a lot of questions, but it's nine forty-three. I think it's I think it's go time. Oh, I got a funny picture talking about all the people that enter um, the U.S. Open, and uh, this one made me laugh really hard. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Someone was like, "Whose dad is calling more wrestling uh, at the senior nationals?" Oh my gosh, send this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this man should not have been there. What? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> like, honestly, the. You guys can get really hurt. Like these guys are <laughs> these are these are amazing, amazing wrestlers in a violent sport that is really hard on your body. And this guy, Colin, was very nice to this. He guy. was. Colin's a nice guy. Some some people just want to tee off on these. On I know. These. Dude, I remember. Dude, Nation freaking launched some guy in the <laughs> first in the first round of uh, Vegas. Like just this dude. Look like, he looked like he never wrestled before. That's the thing. It's yeah, there's, a, there's like, oh, there's a wrestling, there's a wrestling open, and I think there's <laughs> a local people that just see a flyer or something like, hey, there's a wrestling open. You want to go? And it's like they don't know anything about wrestling, like in terms of like the sport and the landscape. They're like, yeah, let's go. We'll enter. And then next thing you know, they're like, oh, I have a Nation Garrett. All right, well, let's see what happens. Next thing you know, you're at the ER. It's just not. I don't like it. I'm sorry. It is. It's fun to laugh at, I guess. You know, dad's wrestling Colin Moore. Nation did not 
Take it easy. And yeah, some uh, I, I tried to find the girl's tweet because the daughter of that guy replied and was like, that's my dad. He loves it. He's so <laughs> prideful. <laughs> da, 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 da. And everyone's like, well, your dad needs to get off the mat. Yeah. There's so many tournaments. It's not like there's, 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 there's a veteran tournament. Russell there's a veteran tournament. Russell people your own age. Yeah. And skill set. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and skill set. Uh. Skill it. All right. Let's get the heck out of here. Thank you guys so much. Uh, 534 dang episodes. 535. I'm coming at you we're tomorrow. We're finishing the round robin. Yeah, we're doing pool play. We're bringing it back to the old Olympic bracketing um, to determine our dual rankings. Because why not? Thanks so much. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Hopefully some good news. You never know. See you guys. Peace.